Welcome to Story Talking, episode 40. My name is Laksh, I started Launchora, and I now host this podcast where I talk to a new storyteller every week. This week, my guest is Amit Banerjee. Now, here's the thing about Amit that I want to tell you. Right now, he is an AI evangelist, and, and he lives in Mumbai. But over the course of this podcast, you will see that, that someone so young has has learned so much by by doing so many unique things with with the creative skill set that that he he has that he's that he's worked on that he's developed and i think what you will see here is someone who is fascinated with new ideas wants to learn how to how things work, how to solve problems with different ideas, with different ways of approaching a problem. And so we're going to talk about all of that. He, he's had career, he's had a career in, in digital marketing. He's had a career in making short films and videos. And now he, he is a, a proponent for, for artificial intelligence. So if you don't know what an evangelist is, you'll find out as you listen to this. He also shares this idea of the demystifying theory, which I think is is uh, just one of those things that, just I think, a brilliant, brilliant way of looking at the world and a brilliant way of of understanding um, who we are as 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 creatives. So, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. This is episode forty of Story Talking with Amit Banerjee. I, I guess, uh, you know, the term is a phenomenon worldwide, uh, you know, uh, the 90s kids and, and like, you know, so it feels great to have grown up in that uh, era. Yeah. And uh, you know, grew up watching uh, uh, Tom and Jerry and, uh, you know, Sweatcats, Flintstones, mm. you know, Hindi or English? And, or both? Uh, yeah, it was in English. It was yeah. uh, in English, uh, you know, at that time. And uh, but but it you it was very interesting. I even uh, you know watched Shakti Man, mm. uh, you know, which which is which is a very uh, you know popular Indian superhero. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, it was quite the rage at that time in the nineties, and uh, right. know, we, we were all hooked on to that show. Yeah. And then I remember, like you know, we had this uh, you know in, in our school. I was in uh, class two. Hmm. And uh, you know we had this uh, uh, during our breaks. Uh, we would have this uh, sort of a canteen kind of a place, and where you know hmm. there was this man who would sell snacks and all. So they had this uh, you know two rupee chocolate, uh, you know which uh, which you know had uh, when you when you buy that you get a Shaktiman sticker. Hmm. So you know so I was a crazy uh, yeah. you know fan of uh, you know those, those stickers, and I wanted to collect a lot of them. And so what happened is like, you know, I, I, uh, you know, I would have this conversations with, with mom and like, you know, I would tell her that, you know, uh, you know, this, the stickers are there. So she would kind of yeah. like, you know, after a couple of weeks, you know, she would give me those two rupees and, you know, I would go and buy them. So I, I think somewhere, uh, uh, you know, I was like the, uh, early adopters or the, you know, the early users of, you know, all those stickers and like, my friends around, they kind of, uh, you know, started seeing and uh, they got influenced 
Hmm. And uh, you know, they all started kind of like, wow, this is so cool, and they started kind of collecting. So, so yeah, I mean, that was uh, that was you know one of the uh, one of the memories that I have, you know, growing up, uh, you know, uh, getting influenced by the pop culture, and, yeah. uh, you know, kind of uh, uh, you know going and like you know collecting those things. It's, those those are the, those are those uh, you know those those interesting bits. Uh, and uh, and I I guess after that, uh, uh, you know, my dad got a transfer in uh, in Mumbai, hmm. and uh, and then shifted from uh, Gujarat. We came to uh, you know Mumbai, and uh, that's where uh, you know I started. Uh, you know I started in Mumbai from third standard and the third standard. So uh, growing up, I was I was a lot like a what if kind of a guy. Mm. You know, I, I always used to kind of, uh, you know, ask, uh, you know, a lot of questions, and uh, you know, uh, I remember, you know, when I, uh, when I would come across, uh, you know, a mathematical or a physics, uh, uh, you know, sums or equations and all that, and I, I would, I would, I would play the play with them mm. to, you know, arrive at, uh, you know, some different kind of a possibility and mix and match and, right. uh, you know, see what happens. You know, with those things. So, you know, when I came across, uh, you know, say for example, uh, uh, Einstein's uh, energy equation mm. and uh, something like a Planck's equation, Planck's uh, wavelength equation, and like you know, if if either of these two equations would be having uh, something common, yeah. Uh, say for example, C is common. C is the speed of light. Mm. So what I would do is I would kind of uh, you know take certain okay, you know, C is common in these two equations. Yeah. And uh, you know, let's see what happens. Like you know, when you combine these two equations and some other variables and this and that, and and I would be excited. Wow, this is a completely new equation. <laughs> yeah. So so I was uh, you know what I was trying to do with this was uh, I was sort of fascinated by the idea of uh, you know inventing something of my own. Like, mm. You know, you never know. Uh, you know, you know, with all these things, uh, you kind of uh, come up with something of your own, uh, and uh, you know. Uh, but I, but what I didn't know that you know, uh, if if that would have been the case, it would have already been done by someone. So I was just uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of uh, really uh, you know sort of excited to uh, you know kind of just see how and what things are happening. So this this was pretty much uh, you know how I was uh, you know in my childhood. Yeah. And I, I used to be always uh, you know amongst those. Those quiz competitions and debates, mm. and uh, you know, I would always participate in them. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like that uh, quest for uh, you know the knowledge, yeah. and uh, you know, wherever uh, possible, I could uh, uh, you know kind of explore yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know, kind of okay, why is it? Why is why is something like this? Why is something like that? Mm. And uh, you know. Earlier on, I also had this uh, question on my mind that, like, you know, in your computer keyboard, uh, you know, you have this uh, numlock key. Uh, mm. You know, the numlock key you have on your keyboard. So I used to always wonder why do we why do we have that? What's the purpose of you know right. the numlock key? <laughs> so I mean, uh, yeah, I mean that that was the. What did crazy, you think you know, was the was the objective of the numlock key? So I guess uh, you know it kind of locks the number number keypad like you know uh, but why do you why do you need that I mean yeah. if you don't want to use 
simply right. don't use it. I think yeah, they're, so, they're gone now. It's that's that's such a that's such an early. That was like I think until maybe the mid two thousands or something. The computers like that first ten years of computers had that kind of stuff, where there was a huge yeah. keyboard. There was a numlock yeah. key. They were yeah. It's it's a weird. I don't. I remember that. I don't know why we used to have it. <laughs> maybe it was like because I think the number pad was made for for accounting and and for, and all of that like Excel stuff. So maybe they wanted mm-hmm. to lock the number pad so that you accidentally don't press numbers. I don't know. It's crazy. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. So That's a good point. Even I had I had no answers to that. I, mean, yeah. I was just curious <laughs> because. People designed something like that, and we are kind of using it. Uh, although I never, you know, in my childhood, uh, you know, obviously, you know, we don't think uh, too deeply about design and like yeah. the, the process that kind of goes behind, uh, you know, making those products. Uh, but you know, we are just curious. We are just, you know, we are just exploring. Yeah. We just come up. We just observe something, and uh, we are like, oh wow, okay. But you know. Why? Why is it here? Like, you know, what is yeah. what is the purpose? What is what is it doing here? So I'm sure there must there must be something, you know. Uh, but yeah, later on, I I didn't kind of uh, uh, you know uh, you know chase that particular thing. Yeah. Kind of, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, this 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 seems like a mystery, and and I'm sure you know something. You can I move might... on to something else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Wait, I think it's funny that the. So, um, I think, especially when I was a kid too, I used to have this assumption that if something is a certain way, some smart adult decided it to be. And maybe that's why, like, if we're curious about something and we don't get the answer we expect or we get no proper answer, we're just like, oh, maybe I may not understand why they did it. But I think, Mm -hmm. like, now that I'm definitely an adult, I've started seeing that Oh, just because someone decides something doesn't mean it's the best way to do something. It's just what exactly. they thought was the best way to do it, given the resources and capabilities they had. So, exactly. I mean, it's interesting that, you know, like, that's the good thing about being a kid. You're not driven by the nol- the the limited knowledge of having been a grown-up already. You kind of have that broader yeah. uh, whiteboard where you can basically just put anything down and be like, what if these two dots connect? And exactly. I guess as adults, we kind of have to adhere to some laws of, of nature yeah, that we we've just, accepted. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, uh, very recently I just, uh, you know, came across this, uh, uh, you know, there was this, uh, in, in, in California, I guess, uh, like, you know, there was a school, uh, where you know the teacher kind of asks the students to write an essay mm. on the inventions that they don't like uh, right. know, with children. Yeah. And uh, you know, uh, so out of 21, there were four kids who wrote an essay that uh, the most disliked invention for them is is the smartphone. Mm. And you know, there was this there was this kid uh, you know who had written that uh, I hate my mom's phone. Because yeah. she is always on the phone, and she, mm. mm-hmm. uh, you know, I hate it. I, I, I wish she never had a phone. Yeah. So it's it's coming from a child's perspective. Yeah. But it's yeah. it's interesting to kind of uh, see and like and you know, also uh, think about it. You know, as a society, where are we moving? 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, we're all addicted to our phones, and you know, it's 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 pretty much like uh, the phones have become an extension of our of yeah. ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, as an adult, we may not uh, you know look at it that way, but you know, a child. Yeah. Uh, you know, they kind of uh, you know are very honest and vocal about it. They see something. This is not good. Yeah. They, yeah. They, kind of uh, are very expressive about it. So it was pretty cute and it, it went viral. Mm. Just uh, came across that yesterday. So, so yeah, I mean, uh, you know, childhood is a very interesting, uh, you know, time when you kind of, uh, uh, you know, you have that open canvas, like yeah. you mentioned, like, you know, it's completely, uh, you know, out there for you. Yeah. And uh, you, you don't have those lenses that you have while growing up. Yeah, you know, yeah. You, you start forming those different different lenses yeah and uh, everything uh, that you see kind of has a meaning mm. hello yeah yeah i can hear you yeah, yeah. so mm. i think i think uh, you know that's the best uh, you know part about growing up mm. uh, you know you 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 are very experimental and uh, you know you don't you don't have that fear yeah you're, you're not scared to uh, you know uh, explore but i guess uh, you know now the things are pretty little different yeah. and uh, you know we have uh, we have a lot to think about and we have to kind of uh, conform to a lot of things uh, and uh, that kind of restricts our ability to think you know the way we used to think uh, mm. you know during our childhood so i think uh, you know that's that's what has kind of happened now. do you do you remember what you like when you were like 10 12 13 what did you what did you think you wanted to be? Were you like obsessed with some becoming something? Uh, well, I uh, I guess I always had this uh, you know fascination towards uh, uh, you know research. Yeah. And uh, something like you know I was I was very quite uh, you know I, I I would I would imagine like you know what what scientists must be doing like you know, they, mm. are, they have this laboratory. And uh, you know they are they are working on uh, making something and something interesting and you know designing inventing basically invention not not design for right. purpose but uh, you know I at a, at one point I also had a you know a dream of being an astronomer mm. or you know going out in the space and uh, you know I I, uh, I I would think about that like you know, this, yeah. this is so crazy and you know you're you're out of the you know Earth and uh, you know you're seeing moon and the stars and yeah. Galaxy, you know, and spaceships and all that. Uh, so I guess I, you know, those those were influenced by watching a lot of uh, science fiction movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think somewhere, uh, you know, a lot of my aspirations, uh, and, and I guess uh, it's, it's the case in a lot of you know people, you know, they were shaped up, uh, you know, by watching those movies hmm. and uh, uh, you know those sci-fi movies, you know, the Terminator. And uh, you know those those kind of movies, and I was like, wow, this is so amazing. So so partly I was like, uh, you know, uh, how do they make this technology? I was also right. curious, uh, you know, to think about the technology, you know, side of it. Yeah. So I guess uh, those those things, uh, you know, were kind of uh, you know pushing me to kind of maybe you know go in these lines. But I was I was like you know completely. Uh, I was like enjoying. I was like, okay, you know, this this sounds interesting. This is this is interesting. I might consider, hmm. uh, you know, when I when I 
grow up or like you know this is could be interesting yeah uh, so yeah i mean those those things uh, pretty much shaped up my uh, you know thoughts uh, about as to what i would be uh, you know doing in the future but right now uh, you know it has been a very crazy yeah. uh, journey for me yeah and uh, and i and i guess uh, you know somewhere uh, uh, you know when i look back uh, you know at my journey i think uh, you know it couldn't have been any better yeah uh, yeah you know it's, it's like uh, uh, you know you you can you can only connect the dots backwards mm. so so a lot of things you know i started off uh, you know thinking that you know i might be doing this or that uh, you know astro uh, become an astronaut go in space or like you know uh try this thing at one point i was also like you know uh interested in uh, you know playing football i i love playing football so, mm. so i was like you know this is this is great and like you know i might be a footballer so yeah. you know i was i was just uh, all over the place <laughs> and uh, so but but what happened is uh, like you know i kind of uh, uh you know i i uh, i took up computer science uh, you know during my high secondary education and mm. uh you know i was also kind of preparing for uh, iit and uh, uh, you know iit and all those examinations yeah, yeah. that you know you have so uh, at that point uh, you know the thought was uh, uh you know uh, in india at least like you know whenever you see uh, you know something uh, you know innovation or innovative or something like you know highly interesting it's all associated with these iits and yeah you know, these institutions hmm. so there was this thing that you know if, if you want to do something on those lines you need to yeah. kind of get into these uh, uh, universities right, so i think right. i think uh, i was i was somewhere misguided i had hmm. this uh, you know wrong idea somewhere that you know you need to kind of get into iits yeah we're told that's like that's the path to success that you have yeah. to you like because that's what the successful people have in common they all went to these places Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Weird. It's a really, it's a really weird way for. I, I mean, because I grew up in a similar mindset too. That, that oh, just because, you know, this leads to this leads to this doesn't mean you reverse. You can reverse engineer that kind of success. But I yeah. think we were kind of just told through schools and these coaching classes and all these places that oh no, you can absolutely reverse engineer success. and that's why everyone runs after the same you know these these universities and these iits and all that exactly i mean yeah and it's, so it's, you did you do uh, the exams did you like go I, all in i gave uh, i i gave the gave the exams uh, yeah and although i did not get uh, you know into iit uh, i had a pretty decent ai triple e score hmm. and uh, you know it it helped me get into admission Uh, you know, it's a, it a very good college from Mumbai University. Okay. And I got an admission in chemical engineering. I I actually had pretty much uh, thought of you know compared to given the engineering streams that we yeah have. yeah. So I was like I would go into chemical engineering because uh, you know within that stream there is a possibility of getting into this uh, rare field called astrochemistry. Hmm. so uh, so i was like there would be a lot of research involved and uh, you know once again i was uh, kind of influenced by those you know uh, without even uh, assessing the ground reality right uh, 
but uh, I kind of I went for it. I mean, I was like, this is a great opportunity, and like, let's let's go for it. Um, then you know, while I entered, uh, you know, engineering, it was it was it was uh, it wasn't that difficult to get into engineering. Uh, I think that part that part was pretty fine. Mm. But uh, you know, once I started off, uh, you know, uh, you know, two years down the line, I started kind of losing my interest. And uh, you know, this uh, it was it, part of the reason I think is because uh, uh, you know it was the first time I kind of moved out of my home. Yeah. And my college was in uh, you know a different different location. Mm. So so I had to stay in a hostel, and uh, you know uh, you know for the first time you experience that freedom. Yeah. The yeah. Sense of freedom that you know you you're now away from your family and like you know. Right. Uh, so I, I think I think I, I misinterpreted the. Uh, you know the the freedom uh, you know part of it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and you know uh, so yeah I mean my my grades started dropping and like you know I, I in fact failed all my subjects uh, you know mm. in the first year. And uh, you know it was it was pretty uh, difficult. I was like, what am I doing? And, yeah. You know, this is this is crazy. And uh, you know around the same time, uh, you know I I I had started. My own blog, mm. and uh, you know, I think this was around uh, 2008, 2009. Mm. Uh, you know, I think I think blogging was uh, pretty much a very uh, new thing back then. Yeah, and it was still kind of uh, you know evolving, and uh, you know, I felt somewhere that you know I had a lot of things to share, a lot of things to talk about, and uh, mm. you know, I think uh, blogging as a platform would be a very interesting you know thing to do. So. So I had started, uh, you know, with blogging, and uh, uh, you know that that kind of, uh, uh, you know, gave me this this place to express myself, yeah. uh, express my thoughts, and uh, I was, uh, and thankfully, I, I, you know, because of the blogging, I started kind of exploring the internet, mm. you know, the possibilities of the internet, you know, yeah. things like SEO and all those things. So what happened is while I was, you know, my interest in this activity was kind of growing i uh, i soon started seeing that you know engineering started making lesser and lesser sense to me yeah and uh, you know uh, you know this is this is something that you know probably you know is it's an interesting thing and and like i said like you know, partly is it it is because you know we have this misguided notion uh, of you know we don't have that clarity and and you know we, we just kind of uh, you know, since since everyone is doing engineering, and we feel that you know somewhere down the line, uh, you know, if we are doing engineering, and especially in a country like India, mm. where, where we just uh, uh, you know we have uh, you know medical and engineering, that's like yeah. you know we are just our fate is kind of defined by these true popular streams. Yeah. So if, yeah. You're, if you're not among these two, you're nowhere. And uh, you know somewhere it is very scary thought that you know oh my God I'm nowhere. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> We yeah. are so so. We're uh, so afraid of being lost, you know. It's so. Exactly. Yeah, we see it as a bad thing. Mhm. Mm so, so yeah, I mean that's that's and that's what you know. That was first time I kind of realized that, uh, uh, you know, there there is a world out there beyond engineering as well. Mm. And uh, you know, uh, internet was picking up in India, and uh, you know, uh, you know the blogging. And there, you know, I actually kind of saw other bloggers as well, like you know, the yeah. way they were kind of writing and you know, the, the kind of stuff they were doing. 
and the possibilities of so much you know you can do on the internet so i was like this is crazy and i, I and i started taking a lot of interest in that and then because of that i think somewhere uh, and also like you know i felt that maybe uh, you know the way uh, engineering is kind of uh, you know dealt with in, in in india is like you know the, the focus is not too much on the practical aspect of learning mm. um, and even in colleges also like you know, I, i saw like you know uh, it it only used to be about the assignments yeah uh, like, yeah you know, to kind of uh, uh, work on you know pages and pages of assignments and i yeah. used to see students struggling you know to complete the uh, you know meet the deadlines and we would just bounce between the deadlines yeah yeah and uh, you know so there was uh, somewhere i was like you know this is this is not really we are not learning uh, yeah you know it it just happens that uh, in uh, you know in india we have some really great institutions and like you know places where you can go to learn hmm. but you know not exactly learning so you know uh, you know the teachers they teach you but they don't teach you how to learn yeah so i think uh, that's a, that's a very important thing that was missing and uh, although there there are some you know students who kind of uh, you know are able to kind of cope up with that and be kind of uh, you know come out victorious and like in a bit good grades Hmm. but uh, you know certain students are unable to catch up with that and and i guess i was one of them yeah uh, you know who, who wasn't able to kind of uh, you know uh, catch up with those kind of those, that that uh, manner of teaching or that that hmm. you know process of learning so that's where i saw that you know over here you know in the internet uh, you know the thing that i was doing with my blog uh this is this is really interesting because you know it kind of gave me that curiosity that i kind of uh push myself to learn yeah so when when a, a subject appears so interesting to you and you start taking that interest uh you know you 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 deep dive into it and like you kind of uh, form your own understanding about it so i think i think that's what i did and uh, you know about i think around to uh, by second year hmm. i was completely uh you know i was like okay i i i don't know what i'm going to do in the future yeah but i know one thing for sure that i am not doing engineering <laughs> this is not yeah. it's not working yeah. out uh because you know if i didn't have that peace of mind i felt that somewhere i was wasting a lot of time yeah for a lot of people hmm. i was wasting my own time i was wasting the time of my professor i was i might have been wasting money and if i continued and all that so i was like uh, you know let me drop out yeah and uh, i i did drop out and uh, you know it was a very difficult time you know it was it was quite uh, confusing mm. and uh, this this is this is what happens you know you kind of uh, uh, you know in, in 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 india like you kind of get into engineering mm. and uh, you know after you've done or probably you've dropped out you then realize what you actually want to do in life yeah <laughs> so 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 i think uh, i think that uh, you know that's what happened with me and uh, and i was like uh, uh, i need to i need to figure out uh, you know what i actually want to do yeah uh, rather than, you know um, just allowing my life's decision to be uh, you know taken randomly by just observing what's working for someone yeah what's yeah working for other people and confirming to their Uh, you know idea of what is ideal mm. so 
so yeah i guess uh, you know after that i kind of uh, uh, joined mass communication mm. and so i think yeah that it pretty much made sense because you know since i i got into blogging yeah and uh, i was i was doing good with words and uh, you know i was expressing myself so i thought like you know something like this feel would do justice to me yeah so uh, so that's that's when i kind of uh, you know moved to mass communication hmm. and uh, it was a distance education course and uh, you know i i discovered another uh, you know aspect you know of of how kind of people uh, categorize things and like you know, they they uh, usually there's a there's a there's a thinking that you know uh, distance education is not a proper you know uh, way of education like you, know, right. you have your so you know there's this categories like you, know, you have your full time you have your uh, you know part time yeah. and all that that's that's how people and yeah. i guess uh, uh, you know it is uh it it is so uh, you know because humans have this uh, you know this this tendency to kind of categorize things and like you know, yeah, meaning yeah. of things and classify things that this right. is okay this is what it is it means this yeah yeah so so i i but i felt that you know um it's it's not about i mean that's that's when i kind of uh, you know those were the days when i was actually uh, challenging my thinking and mm. you know kind of uh you know defining my own journey so i realized that it's not about uh, where you're getting your degree from where you're getting your education from uh i think one thing which is very important is how you're learning mm. uh, you know what is the emphasis you know you know behind your learning and uh, i think i think that's that's more important um uh, you know uh how you apply the knowledge and uh, how much uh, you know you're giving your focus you know you're kind of giving your energy to kind of being practical yeah so it's uh, uh, so you know at that point you know the it doesn't matter like you know if it's a distance education or you know it's it's a full time or a part time thing and uh, and this this was a very interesting phase of my life uh, where um uh, you know i was i got into the field of digital marketing mm. so this is there uh actually uh, you know i uh, uh there is this actually a very uh, you know before i i kind of get into that phase i uh i have i've always believed that you know my journey uh you know has been a little uh wild and uh, and uh, you know it's 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 uh, you know in terms of articulating there's this the uh, you know i've always kind of struggled to kind of articulate what's the best way in which i can kind of summarize you know my journey mm-hmm. so so recently very very recently uh you know i kind of uh, created this theory so this theory is called as the demystified theory demystified so, theory yeah demystified theory yeah. yeah so i think uh, you know before i even get uh, you know uh, to talk about the career things mm. you know when i started uh, till what i'm doing today yeah uh, i think the best way to kind of uh, summarize that would be through this demystify theory and uh, the theory is pretty simple it goes like this um we humans today are living in a three dimensional world mm. and uh, you know in this three dimensional world the axis representation like the x y and z axis are represented mm. by 
the three different values, which are uh, on the x-axis you have data. Yeah. On the y-axis you have design, and uh, on the z-axis you have digital. Okay. And at the center of it all uh, is are us, the humans. Hmm. So any change in either of these values or variables or you know in the coordinates yeah. is going to directly impact the lives of the humans uh, you know in the future hmm. so so that's uh, in a way if i had to kind of summarize uh, you know i have been part of all the three domains right, right. Uh, so so that's how like you know i kind of started off with digital marketing yeah yeah and uh, uh, that's that's where the filmmaking also happened, and uh, you know, so my day job was uh, you know in digital marketing. So mm. I, I kind of uh, started off as a content writer, and uh, you know, I was into social media marketing. So somewhere my blogging experience kind of uh, helped me, uh, you know, navigate this this world of uh, digital the digital world. And uh, while that was happening, I also got into you know, filmmaking and, and uh, you know, what I actually like to call is storytelling. Mm. Uh, storytelling is something that happened uh, eventually, you know, down the line. Uh, you know, when I when I started my YouTube channel, and uh, you know, in, in that, uh, you know, we we we've made some community-driven storytelling. Videos, yeah, yeah. Uh, on skateboarding and uh, cycling, and uh, you know. Uh, uh, last year, I made a video on design thinking series. Yeah. So yeah, I saw some of the videos. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you know, it's just uh, it's just exploring, and yeah. I mean, like the name of the channel, exploring diaries. So uh, so you know, with all with all those things, you know, we uh, I was trying to kind of explore that domain in my own way, mm. and uh, it it gave me a very good understanding of. And, and over the course of time, you know, I was uh, learning at the same time I was articulating. I mean, articulation has been, you know, a challenge for me. And like, you know, I guess after like now I have, you know, achieved that, you know, like I mentioned, the team is by theory. Yeah. And, you know, I think I think now uh, I have reached a stage where now when I look back and I'm able to kind of connect the dots and I'm yeah. like, okay, you know, this is what it means. Yeah. So... Uh, so yeah, I mean that's that's how I kind of like you know. Uh, so I think uh, I have been constantly, uh, I have been in the space of the digital where I have uh, you know been doing storytelling and like you know the, the digital marketing aspect of it. But while I was doing say doing this uh, you know over the course of time, um, I, I reached a point where I started questioning like okay this is great I have learned a lot of interesting stuff. Uh, what next? Hmm. Uh, am I doing? I mean, like, uh, you know, this domain, whatever it had to offer. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it did. It did. It, it spits. We but wanted more, more. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, more as in, like, I wanted to, I mean, after a point, I guess, uh, you know, I was getting to that comfort zone. Yeah, and, yeah. And I guess, I guess, like, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, this is something you discussed with, uh, you know, Francis Lehman in one of your yeah. Oh yeah, comfort and learning and progress yes. don't go together. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think I think you know that that thing happened. Uh, you know about the comfort zone. I was seeing like you know people around me they were so comfortable. 
you know, with the work. They were working paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. And they were looking forward to the uh, to the weekends. Mm. And, uh, you know, they seemed pretty okay. Like, you know, they were like, uh, it was just going on. Mm. And somewhere I was, you know, quite uncomfortable with that. I was like, no, this is, this is like unsettling. And uh, I mean, at least we need to uh, question as to what we are doing. Today, you see a lot of ads. Uh, they are, you know, somewhere they are a replica of something that was done before. Yeah. And it's just, you know, somewhere it's like a loop. It's like repeating itself. And like, you know, uh, so, so I was like, you know, this is, this is somewhere not working out. And I think, I think I just need to kind of uh, expand my, uh, you know, understanding of a lot of other things and that's where I guess design thinking happened mm. and that's that's the second uh, you know the y-axis the design. yeah so uh, so what happened is I, I started reading a lot of literature and like a lot of uh, uh, you know things uh, online and like you know, I was just kind of self uh, uh, learning and to understand and make meaning as to like you know uh, because design thinking it's it's a process it's it's a way of uh, understanding the problem and uh, you know, trying to make uh, a sense out of it and uh, so i think i thought somewhere that you know if, if i kind of grow my understanding in design thinking hmm. it it be helpful for what i am doing in the digital space right so right. so i just kind of started you know looking out for whatever you know the available resources were there and like, you know, things like that and uh, what I did is I, 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 you know, I, I use Google alerts a lot. And mm. Alerts are really, really helpful. So I just uh, made a lot of alerts on, you know, every interesting topic on design thinking and related keywords. Yeah. And, uh, you know, one fine day I got this notification that there's this company in Bangalore, uh, Pensar. Mm. And, uh, you know, they are into uh, design thinking and they have this, uh, they do this three-day workshop. Where you know it's a it's a very interesting workshop actually, and you kind of get to learn design thinking. Um, so I was like, I'm going there. I, mm -hmm. I have to be here. So it was a three-day workshop, and I went there, and uh, you know, uh, the team at Pensar was so amazing. They, uh, you know, in those three days, they kind of uh, you know had a very hands-on way of teaching, uh, you know, design thinking. Like, how do you derive insights? How right. do you derive how do you kind of come to that how might be statement and like you know there are so many methods and so many interesting things and it kind mm. of opened uh, you know my eyes to a lot of things uh, uh, you know a lot of the possibilities you know that we can you know do with you know something like this and uh, so that was that was my introduction to this field and uh, you know it, it was I was fortunate enough to kind of uh, end up working for that company as well hmm. and uh, so I worked there for you know I had to kind of shift to Bangalore for that and like you know, I, was, I was there for uh, three months uh, but unfortunately I had to kind of come back home because you know back at home uh, my mom's health got a little worse and uh, you know, uh, I think I think somewhere I reached a point that uh, you know it was too overwhelming for me to kind of uh, you know see that okay what's happening you know I was there in the digital space yeah. doing stuff and uh, uh, so it's it's hard for me to explain but uh, I guess uh, I needed to rethink I needed to kind of uh, you know 
uh, get my shit together. Mm-hmm. So, so it was it was tough for me, and I kind of left that, and and I returned back, and I guess uh, um, from January this year mm. uh, to to you know the current till now, uh, it was I kind of uh, decided to you know, do a deep diving within myself. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think I think this this goes back to the point of like you know the career journeys. Mm. You know, this, this kind of uh, uh, you know we have we, you know uh, you know a lot of people have these uncertainties you know during the journey, uh, and and it's very difficult to kind of uh, you know determine or identify you know the reasons what causes them, but uh, somewhere we just uh, don't allow ourselves to. Uh, you know, uh, kind of look into it. So when mm. I say look into it, it's like uh, uh, you know, ask yourself questions or you know, uh, you know, things that amounts to self-awareness. Yeah. So I think uh, I think something that we all struggle with is uh, you know our our equation with self-awareness, and uh, uh, and I and I accept that you know I uh, you know I, I I have been like you know struggling with. The self-awareness aspect, like and although you know I've done so many things, so many things are still going on, and uh, you know, but somewhere I think that was missing, mm. and so uh, you know there was uh, there was uh, you know, lesser clarity. I think up to some extent, you know, this is this is the case with a lot of people. Like they do, uh, you know, uh, lose track of things sometimes, but you know they don't focus on their on building self-awareness. I think it, mm. it's very very important that we, we do so and and I and I and I thought like you know okay you know let me take sabbatical so I think I think from January uh, until May uh, you know I was on a sabbatical I was uh, I was I was unemployed and I was like uh, let me take a time off let me let me just uh, you know ask myself uh, what is it that you know that that I'm doing like ask, yeah. ask diff- difficult questions like you know things like uh, so I know, like you know, it's it's not uh, so simple to kind of find your purpose uh, that easily. Yeah. Uh, so so what I did is I I asked myself questions like, uh, uh, what what is it that I like? What is it that I don't like? Uh, what are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? And and a lot of lot of other you know uh, questions to kind of get to understand myself better. Mm. Uh, and and I also realized that you know okay fine I have the skill sets. Uh, of, of of you know being in the digital space and uh, I've done some pretty interesting things. Uh, marketing is also another thing that you know something that you know I have kind of played with and design is also the you know I have I, you know I have a good understanding of it. I've worked on uh, you know some projects on design thinking, design research and all that. So now the thing is now the question is, do I continue in a particular space where mm. you know the there is a certain limitation? Uh, you know, beyond that, you can't go, or you use that skill to reinvent yourself. I think you know somewhere, you know, like like you know when we when we're talking about the comfort zone factor. Yeah. Uh, we tend to do a certain thing because you know, okay, you know, it's paying as well, and uh, you know, uh, you know, we have thoughts of settling, and you know, a lot of things are there. Like it's, it's all getting taken care of. Yeah. So I don't need to. You know, go out of my comfort zone and do something different. So, so I was like, uh, what? What is it like? You know, I can always go back to digital. 
that I can always, you know, uh, you know, had a very good paying job and all that. And things yeah. are really working out. So should I continue doing that or should I reinvent myself where I can explore hmm. even even more? Uh, you know, I can actually push my limits. And I think uh, this this was a time when I uh, I did something crazy. I actually coined a mission statement for myself. Hmm. So, you know, it, it goes something like this, uh, you know, fighting for a better tomorrow. Right. So, so you know, who, are it, you, started, who are you fighting? <laughs> are you fighting uh, yourself? <laughs> <laughs> so I think, I think I was, I was fighting, you know, redundancy. I was fighting uh, stagnancy. I was fight, hmm. fighting irrelevancy. So I think, yeah. I think these were some of the, and a lot of other stuff as well, like, you know, uh, but I, I guess, uh, uh, you know, somewhere uh, I needed that anchor statement to kind yeah. of uh, make me realize what I am actually. I I wanted to align uh, the things that I've been doing in the past and like what what exactly it is amounting to. Yeah. So I was yeah. very curious to uh, find that out, and uh, so so that's what that's what I mean. Uh, you know, after I coined that statement, I further iterated that and like you know, I kind of uh, reached a, a finer version of it, which I kind of use it now and I think it was just like two months back mm. uh, this is reimagining a better tomorrow so mm. I think so yeah you know, let me not get too violent with the term fighting <laughs> so, so I just uh, you know coined it again and like now it's, it goes like reimagining a better tomorrow right so when that happened uh, you know around that I was also watching a lot of TED talk videos and I, I love uh, TED uh, videos and, and someday I just, I hope that you know I, I actually want to give a TED talk you know if, if that happens uh, mm. someday uh, so I actually saw this video uh, by Pedro Domingos and uh, it's called the quest for the master algorithm mm. and uh, it was a very interesting video where uh, you know he talks about uh, machine learning mm. and uh, uh, the significance of machine learning and like you know why uh, you know, we need to kind of uh, know about it because if, you know, it's a future where we are getting into, you know, yeah. in the future, it's, it's all going to be about artificial intelligence and, you know, you, you, uh, you will be surrounded by uh, smart machines who uh, makes the decisions for you, who kind of, you know, selects things for you. So, I mean, it's a very simple example, like, you know, we use WhatsApp hmm. and, I mean, WhatsApp, uh, you know, when we are using that keyboard, it has this predictive, uh, uh, you know, function where it kind of, uh, you know, when you just type the first two letters, it kind of predicts what word you right. to kind of type. Uh, so in the future, imagine there's, there's going to be, you know, this thing where you just type a single word and it predicts you the entire sentence. Hmm. So, you know, we are, we are moving towards a very, uh, you know, exciting future. I mean, uh, uh you know, say for example, you know Alexa and Google Assistant. Yeah, so yeah. You know, we're having this podcast. You you don't know in the future uh, they would be the one who would be hosting a podcast show. They so, could be. You know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's crazy. I mean, you're having me as a guest today. I mean, they you know they might be a guest at you know some podcast show in the future. So it's it's pretty exciting. Uh, but at the same time, uh, you know, there's a there's a very less awareness. As to what exactly is happening, because most of our, you know, thoughts and ideas about AI stemming from the science fiction movies. Yeah. And it's not healthy if we mm. have our 
Because there's always conflict in in movies, and they present AI as something that yeah. is either a something. threat or or better than us, which means it's a threat. Yeah. 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 So, so I think I think that was. I mean, it it was very good. Uh, you know, uh, TED Talk. I I recommend it to you know everyone. And uh, I watched that TED Talk, and it, it kind of uh, start, made me thinking. Okay, uh, you know, yeah, what he what he says you know, makes makes sense you know we need to kind of uh, uh, relook at our future because mm. you know, the, the rate at which you know a lot of things are happening we need to kind of uh, you know and uh, also knowing that you know ai is actually you know with automation uh, i think uh, you know a lot of things would be uh, simplified for the humans mm. and uh, you'll be able to do much more yeah. you know that we are we are not able to do at the moment so i think i think that was the first strike one uh, you know was that video and uh, and uh, you know uh, i read uh, i around that time my one of my friend recommended me to read this book called sapiens yeah uh, yeah you you read that book yeah i mean i i know a lot about it i have i've have it i just haven't read it but i okay. want to i i i find it very hard to be able to read books given my day job a lot i have okay. a lot of reading is part of my job so books are hard mm-hmm. to read for me now cuz i have to read okay. every like a lot of stuff on on the platform and stuff but yeah it's okay. it's on the list yeah mm-hmm. By, i think i think that's uh, that's Harari, the reason right? i think yeah yeah so i think that's where you know i think podcasts are interesting like you know because i i, I can completely understand like you know uh, giving your time dedicating your time to read books is yeah, challenging yeah. but i guess that's why podcasts are uh, you know very important and that's i think that's how i started my podcast as well yeah uh, you know the whole objective was on books so you know the show is think outside the books and uh, you know it's just summarizing my takeaways from the books that mm. i read so anyways i i came across sapiens and uh, i started reading and it kind of uh, you know somewhere you know it was kind of falling into place you know things yeah. I, i saw the ted talk video on sapiens was a very interesting book there's a lot of connection with artificial intelligence and uh, um so so that was the uh, second strike too and i think strike three was i came across uh, another interesting technology which basically uh, the point is like you know it, it made human life better i mean it, mm-hmm. the, the technology was like you know, it made blind people see you know through okay. the phone cameras mm-hmm. so so all that kind of started you know i was i was thinking about it and uh, i met up with this uh, you know uh, with with mr devesh uh, rajatyx he's the founder of seri labs mm. uh, it's a, it's an ai company they are into ai research and all and i remember i met him like 3 years back uh, you know I, you know I, i used to go to a lot of meetup events so, yeah. so he had done a meetup event and i had met him back then so i was like since i am trying to figure out where i would be seeing myself in the future so uh, you know let me just uh, i just remembered about him and uh, and all these uh, signs you know things that happened yeah, like yeah curious about ai and uh, that's where i i met him last month and you know we had a very interesting productive conversation uh, and uh, you know he he saw the patterns of my life like you know the things that i have been doing and like you know uh, the way it has been happening he found it very interesting and he said that uh, uh, what you could probably you know do is you can uh, you know be a technology evangelist mm. and 
I had never thought about something like that. I mean, this, yeah. this, this, uh, I mean, I think I think that term evangelism is more synonymous with this guy called Guy Kawasaki. Yeah. And, yeah. And uh, we we don't get to hear that term that often. Right. Um, so I was I was like, okay, this this sounds interesting. So he was like, uh, at least in the AI space, you know, the awareness is pretty much uh, very very less. Yeah. And you know. Evangelism is is like an upgraded version of what you do with marketing. Mm. It's it's more refined and it's more uh, you know believable. I mean you know people uh, you know it's it's creating that mass following yeah. for for a particular technology. And and I and I just saw it in this manner that okay I have the skill sets. It's just a reinvention of myself. Right. So this is interesting. Yeah, I mean it's it's a new application of the things that drive you. Yeah. Yeah. So, Creating a movement around an idea. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And and I and I found it really fascinating, especially at a time when I had coined my mission statement. Yeah. Which yeah. was you know reimagining a better tomorrow. Right. Um. So somewhere it all started falling into place, and I just started you know kind of feeling okay you know what this is sort of and I think I think the part of the reason why it happened was because I allowed myself uh, you know to practice self-awareness mm. the five months of action that I had taken like you know, sometimes it happens you know you're so much neck deep in work uh, yeah. that you don't give the time to yourself to evaluate uh, what is it that you're doing what is it that you want to do in the future mm. and how is it's like the uh, you know you know you have this Maslow's uh, theory of needs, uh, pyramid of needs. Hmm. So you know at the top of it you have the self fulfillment. The, yeah. You know, the, uh, thinking about yourself. So I think uh, most of us we are so satisfied with the bottom part of the pyramid that we or, or should I say consume. Hmm. By you know me, making sure that you know we need the we need the basic needs that we completely miss out on the top part of the pyramid. Yeah. And I think I think uh, it was it was very important for me to kind of uh, look into that aspect. Uh, so so I guess that's that's how it happened. And now I am an AI evangelist. So that's my third domain. Yeah. That I kind of <laughs> venture into, and it kind of. Uh, you know, brings that theory of the demystified. So that's yeah. something that I'm going to start very soon. It's a it's a new uh, vlog show I'll be starting where I would be demystifying the three Ds. Mm. Uh, you know, your data, your digital, and your design. Yeah. So, so I think I think you know that's the best way I can articulate right. my journey. Yeah, yeah. You know, to this. I think yeah, I think it's very yeah. important for people to hear. I mean, one of the main reasons that I like having very different kinds of people on the podcast is because I want the the students and, and the young people who listen to this to see, not only see the path to success, because like I said, you can't, I don't want people to think that you can reverse engineer uh, things like that. I mean, I you can't reverse engineer most things, you know, like you, you can't reverse engineer happiness. You can't be like, oh, that guy looks happy. Why does he look happy? Can I become happy by doing that thing? Like there's, 
there's that idea and the thing you said about um, wanting to look inward and it's seen as such a it's it doesn't have the best image that idea of oh this person is figuring themselves out because people always talk about that with a little bit of judgment I think and and I think the the message you know that your your story is bringing is that you maybe because we do live in a society that doesn't show us a reward of becoming better from the inside where the rewards come from the outside the rewards come from a job the rewards come from respect in society and and the success and the money and all of that stuff but we're not taught in during a during the time we're in school when we're learning uh even sometimes with friends and family we're not really given that push oh yeah you should spend some time uh working out exactly why you want to do everything you want to do like we we don't spend enough time on that and that that leads to people feeling lost and not knowing where to go and feeling like i'm not sure about my path but i i think it's very important for them to hear stories like yours and see that sure along the way it can feel uncertain it can feel you can feel like i'm not sure if this is if i'm satisfied or if if there's a better way if there's a better path for me but when you look back you can see like oh yeah everything makes sense this is exactly the demystification process that you were supposed to have you know exactly yeah I mean, and it's it's only possible you know when you reach a certain point yeah i mean uh, you know uh, now you know the point that i've reached you know when i look back and i i'm able to kind of you know align it okay you know this uh, this was a thing and that was a thing and you know even though you know there might be some bad good yeah. things but it all you know perhaps kind of means this yeah and it's very important to kind of uh, you know uh, define that for yourself because nobody else is going to do it for you mm. and you know, we we will continue to kind of you know move on a certain journey certain path that we kind of create for yourself for for ourselves but uh we we don't have that uh courage to kind of ask ourselves the question mm, yeah you know we are so scared we 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 are so and i think part of it is because uh it comes from the environment yeah. you know in which you are uh like in my case i i i am really fortunate you know my mom is very supportive my uh you know it throughout my journey she uh although there were points like you know, when she was upset you know when things were not working out or like mm. when things uh were really not the way that you want them to be so you know she she was still supportive and uh, you know i think i think uh, it's it's very important to at least have that one person in your life yeah you know who kind of believes in you uh you know when when everyone else kind of shuts you down right so i think uh, we we all need that uh, you know somewhere to kind of make sure that you know our journey stays on track yeah otherwise it really you know we just get lost and uh, you know a lot of bad things happen so so that's that's very important i think yeah you're absolutely right and you know the the i had a similar experience during my i mean i i dropped out of engineering my second year very similarly Ooh. yeah yeah but i Okay. I ended up staying at the same university because I went to California, and luckily okay. the one the one thing I got lucky about that I didn't stay in India because 
over there, the same university has, you know, almost a hundred different majors. So if you leave okay. one, you can just pick another one and still stay in the same place and study same things in a way, like have the same prerequisites. So I moved to another department practically. But yeah, I think the the one thing that I've seen in all the you know people I've talked to on the podcast and all the stories that I've I've experienced because of the platform and my own journey, my realization and and you know I think it validates with what you said, what you've talked about, that a lot of times the the point of moving forward is figuring out all the paths that you don't want to take anymore, like. So many times, you know, like when you're, it's not like you're dissatisfied with the path you're on. You just, this is something that I figured out when I was like 22 or 23. I was quitting my job to start teaching and then doing other things. And the thing I told myself was, I don't want to be on this path anymore because I already know how it ends. I can see the entire path. And if I can see the entire path, then what's the point of, in my head, I've already lived this life. Why do I want to relive a life I've already lived in my head? Let me find a new thing to do. And then that'll mm-hmm. be the new path. And that'll bring new excitements and new new things to learn and new ideas, you know. But I, I, I guess there is that fear of, at least for me, and I think maybe for you as well, that I don't really want to be done learning. Because that would make yeah. life. I don't. I'm. I'm. I don't like boredom. I don't like being bored. I. I fear being bored. So yeah, I think exactly. there's that idea of like, oh, it's great that it happened. Like we both grew up through the internet age, where information mm-hmm. was just there for us to find, and I think exactly. that that helps all the people you know that 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 use our my platform. And I really want to show people that idea that. There is so many different applications for that creative uh, energy that you have. And there are more and more possibilities. Like you, you got into AI and it's not something that you, it's not like you've spent 10 years in the field, but yeah. you're, you're helping the industry and, and the purpose of it be understood and, and validated by society around it. You know, people to understand exactly. what it really is. And that itself is an application of, of the kind of person that you are. Like, this is what you enjoy doing. Exactly. I mean, yeah, exactly. Like, you know, when you mentioned that, you know, I, I don't have that much of an experience when it comes to AI. Uh, it's, it's just that, uh, you know, I wanted to uh, somewhere... Uh, see the things that I've learned or like, you know, the, the application of things that's mm. that you mentioned so i had the so i had certain skill sets you know I, yeah. I kind of knew how things work now where from here you can you can always stay within your domain and you yeah. can always kind of you know you know you as you mentioned that you know you know the how the journey is going to end yeah and uh, so the question is do you still want to continue that journey right, right. or kind of you know take whatever you had so far and reinvent yourself and kind of upgrade to a, uh, a new yeah. direction. So, you know, that's how the, you know, I kind of uh, came into this evangelism part. It's, it's somewhere like, you know, where I'm taking my skill sets and I'm just completely, I'm going to do something so, sort of similar stuff yeah. that, you know, I've been doing before. Uh, but the only game changer being 
you know, this uh, this is an entire new domain. And what happens is uh, I get to learn about AI. Yeah, I get to yeah. learn a lot about how machine learning actually works. And then mm. I spend, you know, my time you know, in the research lab and like interacting with the students and, uh, you, know, the, you know, the students who do the internships there and like and also the people who are working on some really parts breaking products, mm. you know, in AI. Uh, you know, they have some crazy terms like you know, cognitive process automation mm. and you know, the workings of it. And it just yeah. amazes me yeah. that technology has reached such a crazy level. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, you know, it, 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 you know, you know, these these automation things, they are going to save us a lot of time. They are going to save us uh, you know, a lot of money. And, and, you know, they kind of kind of, uh, you know, the basic stuff that we do, basic, you know, beginning from the basic. So, you know, it kind of frees us to do much more important things. Mm. And I think that's, that's pretty exciting, not just in the industrial, you know, segment, but also in the healthcare department. And, and I'm really looking forward to the innovations in the healthcare sector because it's going to improve, uh, you know, our, uh, you know, the ways we live our lives. Mm. Uh, a lot of diseases are there, a lot of, uh, you know, health conditions and, uh, you know, uh, we are all battling towards that, and yeah. I guess uh, AI has the full uh, potential to kind of uh, you know uh, find solutions to all these. Yeah, and I guess uh, that that excites me. I think that excitement is very important. Like you know, when you uh, when you are able to find that, and and that only happens when you kind of deploy uh, self awareness. Mm. I've been very very vocal about you know the the term self awareness because. Uh, you know, only, you know, when you have that, you know, within you, you are able to kind of figure out, you know, what, what you really, uh, you know, can do. Yeah. You can, you can actually realize your full potential. I think, I think that's, that's very important. So, uh, as we wrap this up, the, the thing that I like to end these, uh, episodes on is like, like I said, you know, we have a lot of young people listening to this and who are, uh, figuring out who they want to be and what kind of application they can have for the creative energy that they have, the things they want to express. If there was a, if there was a, a younger version of you listening to this, someone you know who thinks like you, who is like you, uh, what kind of little nugget of wisdom advice would you like to leave them with? Uh, sort of like parting thoughts. Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah. If, if there if there's someone like you listening to this, what kind of like something some piece of encouragement something that you wanna you know have, have them work on or try out or be curious about sure. what would you like for them to know? Sure, I think I think uh, you know uh, part of the thing what happens in in you know in the younger generation uh, is is that we want things to happen very quickly. We, mm. we want things to you know happen immediately, and and you know. And that never really happens. So I think uh, we must enjoy the journey. Uh, but it's it's very easy to say, but it's it's difficult to you know enjoy the journey when something mm. bad happens. Mm. You're always kind of uh, you know looking out for the good things. Uh, but I think uh, you know you need to be open to all the things that are happening in your journey because trust me, somewhere it's all aligned, and uh, you know it's all gonna spell out. Uh, you know, good for you. And like, and since you mentioned about, you know, the young, younger generation who would be listening to this, I think, uh, you know, a, a very good example I can give you is uh, 
from the movie Infinity War. Have you have you watched yeah. it? Infinity yeah. War. <laughs> okay. So a spoiler alert for I mean people who haven't watched it yet. Uh, but I guess uh, in that movie there was this particular scene where uh, you know Doctor Strange hmm. he uses his powers to kind of uh, you know look into the future to kind of see the possibilities yeah. of uh, you know you know All how the ways, they can defeat yeah, Thanos. Thanos. Yeah, yeah. So so he sees billions of ways hmm. you know billions of possibilities and and among that just one of them yeah leads them to the victory. So. i think you know the best way of uh, you know utilizing this scenario is uh, you know uh, whatever point you are in currently mm. when you actually look back you know to the things that have been happening uh, you realize that there was that just one way mm. you know that was the best possible way whatever happened right you know there couldn't have been anything better than that yeah and and i think i think uh, that's just very important to see because it's all about the preparation because at this moment whatever you're doing you're doing it because of the certain preparations that you have and you're you know as it, uh, because of that you're doing that particular thing and although today when i look back and i see oh you know i could have done that better but i think uh, even the worst that you've done in the past at that point was the best that you could have done hmm so it doesn't really matter you know if it's a good thing or it's a bad thing you've done it you've done it it's okay and you know uh, you will get a lot of other opportunities and i think uh, it's it's very important to like again i mentioned like you know self awareness i think mm. i think that's that's uh, one of the biggest thing i can tell you know people who are following a journey where you, you know about which they are not sure of mm. so i think it's it's important to have self awareness and chase the future you <laughs>